o'clock. Joining us now by phone is Northfield's police chief, Mark Elliott. Chief, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your, I know, busy schedule and talking with us today. Certainly much appreciated. Good morning, Jeff, and good morning, listeners. Let's talk. We want to. There's a few things we want to talk about today. Let's start off with you have a new program out there uh, in uh, collaboration with community colleges. Tell us a little about that. Yeah, we're really excited about this. The uh, Northfield Community College Collaborative, um, which works right here uh, in town. Uh, a lot of the work they do is with first-generation college students, um, low-income college students and those that maybe traditionally wouldn't have uh, found their way to college. Well, we've worked with them and partnered with Riverland Community College in Austin to bring a law enforcement program right here to Northfield. Um, it, this is a first of its kind in a collaborative uh, like this, and uh, the first time we're going to have one locally. Boy, interesting. Uh, what uh, to what extent will 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 the will a student go through this and then be eligible to become a cop? Is it a full? Uh, I, I guess a full course that would make them eligible to become police officers. It is, Jeff, and uh, that's what makes us really excited about this. Uh, Minnesota is one of the few states that requires that uh, all police officers have a college degree, at least a two-year college degree in law enforcement. The Minnesota Post Board regulates that and works with colleges on the curriculum, so it's universal throughout the uh, state. And uh, what is unique about this program is um, the program at Riverland is a traditional two-year program. Um, But we know that that can be a barrier for a lot of people. And when we talk about equity, as we're doing right now, and we're talking about diversifying our ranks in law enforcement, we know that obtaining that college degree can be a barrier. So working with Northfield Community Collaborative, or College Collaborative, um, we're able to bring this program in and actually adjusted the program so that it's a three-year program instead of two, which allows uh, students to continue to work or care for family members, and it allows them to live at home or live in their community, and they don't have to move to another location to take these classes. Hmm. Well, I really like the concept. It sounds like a pretty uh, cool collaboration. Uh, from a standpoint of uh, how it's going to happen and who's going to be teaching it, uh, will, will Northfield police officers be in the training? Do you have uh, college uh, professors doing this? Who does the training? So the classes are done um, by Riverland Community College staff that are uh, already professors and teaching in the program Um, and they'll be teaching it but it's supplemented by uh, local officers too programs throughout the state use local officers to come in um, as guest speakers and presenters to uh, talk about how they apply that theory in their everyday uh, work experience as well as bringing in current officers to act as role players for the scenarios so that uh, the students can go through actual scenarios to apply their learning to doing on-the-job type uh, activities. So we're excited. It'll be a good partnership. Uh, Northfield Police Department will be very involved in it, um, as will uh, other area officers, I'm sure, to help assist in that learning. And we're just really excited that we can bring this to Northfield. Um, I think it's a good opportunity for uh, some local folks that have an interest in law enforcement uh, to obtain their education right here. Now, will this start up in the uh, fall semester then? It is. Yep, and if uh, folks are interested, they can contact the Northfield Community College Collaborative um, right here in town and work with uh, the placement instructors to uh, go through what they need to to uh, get involved and get signed up for the program. 
All right. Sounds like a great program. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, let's uh, move on. I also want to talk, or you mentioned before we went on the air that you wanted to talk bike safety. Of course, uh, it's that time of year where everybody who's got a bike is out on a bike and you, you can't blame them at all. We've had beautiful weather for that, but safety for, for everyone involved in that is uh, uh, certainly very important. It is, Jeff, and it is that time of year, especially with kids out of school now and uh, out every day of the week, a little more active and out on their bikes. We want people to look out for kids. We also want to remind folks on their bikes that they need to obey the traffic laws, um, stop for stop signs, signal their turns so other drivers know what they're doing, um, and be visible. And one of the ways we try to teach that bike safety to kids um, is through having interactions with them. And uh, our officers are involved in a statewide program that's supported by Dairy Queen and several other um, businesses throughout the state. And the officers have helmet safety coupons or tickets to give out for kids that are wearing their helmets. And this isn't just for biking. It's also for skateboarding or inline skates or on their scooters. So we encourage everybody to wear a helmet when they're on their, their two-wheelers. Uh, and out and having fun, but uh, our officers will be out looking for those kids who are wearing their helmets and then uh, handing them one of these safety coupons, which allows them to go get a free small cone at Dairy Queen. All right, good deal there. Uh, let's let's talk about some of the other factors uh, involved in uh, safety, not just bicycle safety, uh, cars as well. Um, are you? Is there an enforcement campaign for for speeding? I know it's probably always a, a enforcement campaign going on for for speeding, but uh, the uh, summer seems to bring people out in cars as well. Uh, what's going on there? Well, uh, the Northfield Police Department participates in a statewide program with most other agencies throughout the state, and that is Towards Zero Deaths. And it's a program from the Minnesota Department of Public Safety and trying to move towards zero traffic deaths. Um, We focus on the most dangerous activities while driving, that being speed enforcement, distracted driving, seatbelt use, and DWIs. So coming up in July, we'll start a, a, a speed campaign, and it really... It really is hitting home this year, and our officers are really trying to make a difference throughout the state. Um, We've seen a lot of excessive speed. The roads have been deadly this year. So far in 2021, we've had over 177 traffic fatalities, and this compares with just 127 at this time last year. And 40% of those traffic fatalities have been speed-related. Now, when we look at those speed-related deaths this year, we have had 70 through June 10th. In 2020, we had 38 through that same time. And in 2019, we had 25. So we've seen a large increase in speed-related deaths. Boy. Well, we really, we're asking people to slow down out there. They're making poor choices, um, driving fast. And, and we know that we saw part of this expand last year during the pandemic when there weren't as many cars on the road. And some people felt like there weren't cars around, they could drive faster, Um but we're seeing deadly implications for people making those choices. Boy, those are eye-popping numbers. And I, you know, I guess the pandemic probably has something to do with that. But man, wow, that is, uh, that is a big jump. It is. And so far in 2021, the state patrol alone has written 501 tickets for speeds over 100 miles an hour. And that's just the state patrol. That doesn't count the numbers that the deputies and officers throughout the state um, have been seeing, and they've been writing those tickets, too. Wow. Why? Well, you know, I, I'm thinking back. I guess I don't get out a whole lot and not much on the interstates, but I uh, haven't seen anybody <laughs> go 100 miles an hour yet. But, 
Wow, you know, you, you can just imagine, you know, the, the interstates and the, the major highways and such are uh, have a lot more traffic than they had 20, 30 years ago, uh, you know, when I moved to uh, Minnesota. So, boy, that's uh, people going 100 in a busy traffic scene. That's, uh, that's frightening. Yeah, and Jeff, part of the reason we're seeing those fatalities so high is we're not just seeing that on the interstates. We're seeing these on county roads, on trunk highways, such as Highway 19 or Highway 3. Um, and those roads simply are not built for speeds that, that high. Um, the curves are not built for handling 100 mile an hour um, speed through those curves. And we're, we're seeing vehicles run off the road. We're seeing them, um, you know, people pulling out in front of some of these folks because they're not expecting a vehicle going 100. They're expecting to see a vehicle going 55 or 60. And it's just, it's become really deadly this year. So we want people to slow down, pay attention and be good, safe drivers. Um, as a state in their campaign says all the time, slow down and stay alive. Uh, once again, Northfield Police Chief Mark Elliott is with us. Uh, Chief, I'm, right now as we speak, I'm looking at the uh, Northfield Community co- uh, Crime Map on the LexisNexis uh, site uh, that I got through to, through the city's website. We talked about that a little bit uh, last month. Are you seeing, are people uh, looking at this, do you know? Have you, are there any stats or anything about how, how uh, is this having a, a uh, positive impact on crime? You know, we're fairly fortunate here in Northfield. We do have a fairly low crime rate, but I have heard back from some people that they were surprised that uh, any crime had occurred in their neighborhood. It wasn't something they saw. They didn't remember hearing about it from their neighbors. And they do find that that is a good place that they can go and they can see what's going on in their neighborhood. Um, I've heard from a couple local realtors that they really appreciate it. As people are moving in and trying to find homes in the area, Northfield's such a desirable place to live, folks moving in are, are asking, you know, what, what's the crime in this area? And they can just point them to that uh, map. Folks can look at the more serious or the part one crimes, which is the default, or they can select events on the left side of the screen there um, and hit all events and then see all different types of crimes um, that police respond to in the in the community. Yeah, it's very it's an interesting map. I, I really like that, and we'll use it. Uh, I've used it a number of times since last month when we talked about that. So, continue to do so, Chief. Is there anything else you'd like to mention while we have you on the air? You know, I think that's it for today. Just uh, you know, the next time we talk will be uh, a month from now, um, and just remind people as we come into July, we're going to be enforcing speed. We want people to slow down, stay alive, and with the 4th of July holiday coming up, just remind people to celebrate responsibly, have a plan. Um, if you're going to be drinking at all so you're not driving or don't end up in a, in a bad spot with that. So just uh, be safe, have fun, be careful with the fireworks, and uh, enjoy the city's fireworks display, which will be on July 3rd this year. All right, Chief, thank you so much for taking a few minutes being with us. Much appreciated. And uh, we'll see you, uh, we'll talk to you next month, probably see you before that. Have a, uh, have right, a good weekend. Thanks. Good. Northfield Police Chief Mark Elliott. You're listening to 95 1 the 1, AM 1080, KYMN Northfield.